Welcome back. This is Chatter Chaz. Episode one. We alive. Let's get it. We discuss hot topics. We basically, you know, have a real conversation. And um, we encourage and inspire the ladies on here. Some things are revealed probably that we didn't know. So, you know, it's good to talk about it and have a real talk. For the most part, a lot of people hide and, you know, don't want to put it all out there. We putting it all out there. If you got questions, it can be answered tonight. Without further ado, my panel that of constituents awesome people women that i've encountered and i just blown away about from everything from mind beauty just i'm like you guys got to be a part of the panel first it would be miss kim belcher um oh me okay um hi everyone i'm kim belcher i'm a writer a pr specialist and founder of Power Up LA, a nonprofit organization here in Los Angeles. And yeah, I'm here with my girl Chatter Chaz. So let's do this. And next is my best, best, best. You know what I'm saying? I don't really, you know, I can't even really, I don't have a title, actually. I just know when I met you, I had to be, we had to connect. We had to link up somewhere later, do something else. Your mind, everything about Katrina, this person, I should say, it just impressed me. And I just like, man, I got to be, I got to show my friends and my family this person because you're amazing. Uh, without further ado, Miss Katrina. Oh, that was beautiful. I mean, let me try to back up the greatness that I'm now stepping into, I guess. Uh, hey, y'all. I'm Katrina. Hey. Uh, originally from the DMV moved out to Cali, just moved back to the DMV a couple days ago, and um, also a young black queen trying to just do her best out here, currently working as an engineer, but also freelancing as a travel consultant, so if you guys have any travel needs, oh, shameless oh, plug, plug, hit up there. Instagram, the plug is there. <laughs> and the link, I also run a clubhouse room on Thursdays, if you're interested, if y'all want to have the invite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, yeah, we're going to have to get with that later. We're going to have that. Can somebody explain what Clubhouse is, too? Like, Absolutely. Uh, Clubhouse is my new favorite app, you guys. <laughs> and it's great because you decide what it's going to be for you. Right now, it's invite only. So definitely, you know, hit up your friends and family. Somebody you know is in there. Maybe. I don't know. It depends on your circle. But it's basically a conference like imagine the biggest conference you've ever gone to and so you can join clubs you can moderate your own rooms just make things up but you can decide whether you want to be in the ratchet rooms and they get pretty ratchet like moaning competitions or you can decide that you want to join the rooms with like um investors talking about investment strategies or if you're interested in religions i've heard an amazing conversation with td jakes so it just kind of depends on what your vibe is 
and you it is what you make of it but it's a great way to make connections i've met some great people for my business some great people that are also in tech or in travel and it's just been amazing so far for me wow and this is called clubhouse and it's only invite only correct it's invite only it is only on apple products Sorry, Android people. Stop <laughs> out there. Um, <laughs> so, so if you don't have it, you can't get on you, it. You can't get on it until they make it available to the general public. It's still in the beta stages. It's probably about maybe 150, 200,000 people up there, but it's growing by the day. So I'm sure that's going to hit half a million by the end of the year if it hasn't already. So definitely, you know, get in there if you, if you can. So let me first off by saying um, we only got about like maybe what is that a week until this year ends? Mm-hmm. Yeah, six days. I am so excited. I cannot wait till COVID ends. I'm so tired. Not COVID <laughs> 2020. And I think COVID's going to leave with it. So that's why I said that. But I'm so tired of 2020. I'm so ready for my birthday to come around. I'm so ready for just this year to be over with. How about you guys? Do you guys feel the same way? Or are you guys, like, looking forward? Or I didn't close so many doors this weekend. And then the door that I wasn't sure about closing, Jesus was like, let me burn this down so that you have to close it so that you can't be burned by the fire. Okay? Like, we, oh, 2020 was so much fun, but it's so stressful and such a growth process. But I think 2021 is going to be the year that I benefit from the growth. Like, this was the year of trials and tribulations. And then 21 is going to be the year of deliverance. So I am here for deliverance. Where are you going, Kim? (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. It was just the whole, when Katrina speaks, she does this thing where for a moment I just got to sit and just take in that that great knowledge. I ain't never heard nobody say God burned a door. Like, you need to close it. Let me... Mm -mm. That's going to have to be something, a conversation that ain't recorded with a glass of wine. But (laughs) it ain't even worth telling because it's so far in the past. So far in the past. It's okay. 2020 got us all. It made us all better. Well, Amen. it tested us, and then it made us better. Mm-hmm. For the most part, 2020 has been, oh, my God. If you didn't take a minute to pray during this year to say, what the hell, God? what What's really going on? And, and Katrina, we're going to use that word, what you said, Katrina, burning, God burning a door down. Can we just? Can we trade that for you, trademark no, that? Really. That's dope. Hey, hey. There's a lot of fires. <laughs> and I did I really didn't want the smoke, but it's cool. Right. <laughs> okay. Right. Yes. It revealed a lot of things about people. People didn't know about their friends. That came to light your relationships. I mean, if you if it, if your if your marriage is rocky and you got through twenty twenty, y'all meant to be together. Period. It's no, right. it's no if and buts about it. If you got through twenty twenty in a relationship and you and y'all still together, oh man, <laughs> that's you and him for. And I feel like if you met somebody during this COVID, if you met somebody and you been down with them, that's a surefire relationship, solid. What is it? What's the word, Kim? 
It makes it solidify. There it is. Solidify. It solidified our relationship, basically. Do anybody got anything they want to start off on January that's going to solidify? I've said that word again. That's going to make them, like when I get to January, if I do this, I know I'm going to have a good year. Do anybody got, my mama does black eyed peas, so I'm doing that for uh, New Year's, right? Yeah. We don't do it in January, but like the week leading up to New Year's Day, we just clean everything. Like if you haven't worn it all year, it's out. You dust the the vents, the baseboards, like everything get clean so you can start your year off right. By the end of the week, I don't really give up. I'd like throw the whole new year away. I don't even want to go into the new year. We're going to go ahead and just get into it. The topics right now. Um, first one being, like I said, the last panel discussion, and it was two different discussions with two different panels, but with the same subject. And we got so many different outcomes, so many different outlooks. Um, I think the first one we had, what was what was with you and Kim about what do you bring to the table? The second panel I had, which was with the same question, and these young ladies had um, children. So it was a whole different ball game. Well, I mean, you know, Kim has a child too. No, no, no shade. But it was a little bit more different because they had more than one and they were younger. So it's different being into a relationship, I guess, with someone or bringing something to the relationship when you have more than one child involved. I'm, I'm, I'm just. I feel like, I feel like it would be relatively the same. Like, at the end of the day, there's somebody that that has your entire attention, your thought processes, like your thought process throughout the day. And just that person's going to be with you to the end of time. So whether it's one or whether it's five, you'll have to analyze yourself if you go into a relationship. Like, is this going to be beneficial to me? Is this going to be beneficial to my kids? Is this relationship going to be beneficial to that person and my kids together eventually? Right. It's that far, you know? So I understand what you're saying. Like having multiple yeah. kids probably does strain it more. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel like it's all relatively close. Yeah. Yes, I agree. You're right. I'm going to agree with that wholeheartedly. And like I said, moving on into this topic taking all those answers into consideration the the main one i had was holistic sex and vaginal health those two things were the segue from what do you bring to the table to holistic sex all i can say is 2020 we don't have no time for, for the subtleness we go right into the things immediately right then and there so you're right. It is like a weird segue, but it's just to say, I think in relationships now, no one's waiting on sex. No one's waiting to like, oh, we're going to wait till we actually get married. No, the, the walk. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> it's so funny you say that. <laughs> say what? That I said that? What happened? Yes, because remember we went to brunch a yes. couple weeks ago? Yes. <laughs> you weren't there and I mentioned to her that I am celibate yes and it changed the whole topic of the brunch for like 20 minutes 
It did because we all were sitting there and with Moses in hand, like you, you what, you hung. Yeah. Can I be nosy for like two seconds, Katrina? <laughs> sure. <laughs> because I've been celibate and I know how long I lasted. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I'm. Um, you don't have to, Can we can we know how long did it last? Is that or, for mine or Katrina's? We, well, oh, you, I'm still in it. What you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We Katrina's a soldier out there. You know she not falling, but I'm not saying that you're not. I'm just saying how long did you last? I did a solid year and six months, wow. which for me is a long time because I understand I really like sex. So I'm just like, oof. It was a lot of praying, a lot yes. of finding hobbies. Yeah. It takes a lot. Of... Katrina, girl, bless us. Well, we're going to have to both y'all. Because uh, when they released me, it, it, anyway. <laughs> yeah. I was like, go. They said, hey, you know, you healthy. I was like, okay, I'm healthy. It doesn't do what? Because I'm going to try it. And that's I'm how I learned the first day. <laughs> I picked up hobbies that take time. Wow. <laughs> I started running in the morning. Yeah. Now that's an amazing. Both of that. I don't, you know what? I think to crochet, don't you need hand and eye coordination? No. No? You I don't got to look at it at all. <laughs> I find myself looking at the TV, TV. just moving. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm a person sometimes, girl. Right? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I didn't know how to. But, yeah, so that's why it was kind of like a segue. We wanted to talk about, you know, if you are having sex, what type of sex are you out there having? Because there's, there's different kind of sex. And then when I came to find out this holistic sex, what is that? I mean, a lot of people, you know, they they, they doing their thing. They got <laughs> their ways of doing it. But this holistic thing, it came from medicine, right? Dr. CB and eating right and being a vegan, how does that transcend to having sex? Well, I read about it and it's literally like having sex as therapy. So you're not you're not only like trying to satisfy, but you're also like healing different ailments in your body, whether it be a headache or a muscle cramp. And I'm like, okay. wow, that's very interesting. I never, you know, thought of sex as a form of medicine. But it actually can be. And there's different uh, positions. There's different um, things that you do, actually, too, before you even get into the actual, you know, uh, physical act that makes it more intimate and actual healing. So that was one of the things that I wanted to uh, point out. And the different things. I think really when it comes down to it, sex is only enjoyable if you know your partner. If you actually have like some type of chemistry, there's got to be something. I don't know yeah. nobody. Okay. I just I have a question about this article because I understand from a scientific perspective, absolutely. Okay. We draw the you are, Yes, if you're sexually active, there is a, a huge dopamine release from sexual yes. activity, just like yes. you get from exercise. Different endorphins start flowing now. Mm-hmm. So, yes, that's how it will get rid of headaches or anything like that. But my concern is if you tell people that, yes, it's a cure for short-term ailments, how do you prevent it from turning into addiction? Like, instead of, you know, someone in a relationship taking Advil 
you know, they're like, oh no, if I, you know, have sex, then I'll feel better. And then <laughs> if the person that they're committed to isn't available, but their head really hurts, no, you shouldn't just go out and like right. do whatever right. you want. <laughs> right. <laughs> because I, you're in pain. So how do you, you find are that so balance? Brilliant. That makes a total sense. It's like, it's like the same thing with marijuana, right? Like marijuana also alleviates like cramps and um, different headaches because of the dopamine release. Right. But that's the problem. Like, the, the dopamine release is what makes it addictive. So uh-huh. if you're using sex to heal yourself, how do you stop yourself from becoming a sex addict or even noticing when you're becoming one? Right. That You know what? I didn't read that in the article, so, it, mm-hmm. you know, I don't even have the answer for that. I just thought, you know, this is very interesting. I never thought of it but that is a that is a genuinely great question because you yeah you anything I think anything that's good can be turned to bad anything that you Mm -hmm. overdo you know what I'm saying you can overdo it overuse it abuse it so you are totally right in that sense I would think that a person acts on their best judgment but like you said if their head is hurting and all they know is that I can get a little hump hump and let one go and be cool I'm a, hey, what's happening? Exactly. That's not, yeah. That's and then at that point, you're not even doing it for the enjoyment of your partner. Right. So when does it become you're using them as a fix? Right. <laughs> that's, I'm no. just saying. No, that's just, just some concerns. <laughs> that's, no, no, it's a, it's a beautiful concern. I didn't think of that. I just kept, I didn't get past the, we using sex as healing. Why can't you go take a Tylenol? What makes you, you know, I, you know, I don't know. And that's nothing though, but you got to get into like the techniques. Is anybody on here just really out here working out when they having sex? Anybody really sweating like that? I mean, it just depends because, okay, I have a few thoughts, but I want to go yeah. back to you. <laughs> so the holistic, Okay. I, I see how it could become an addiction if it's abused, just like anything, right? Yeah. But could it be more so like a spiritual healing versus a like healing of ailments? Is that kind of what you mean? Or um, do you just mean like a natural remedy to fix things? The way I read it, it does have something to do with spirituality because spirituality, wow, did I even say it right? Um, keep on going it's it's more it's more it's more if I believe it it's gonna work kind of thing like that but like they believe you know what I'm saying that sex is the end all be all it's more like I just believe that this will work for me and this is the method that ails me when I need it you get what I'm saying the reason why I asked is because you made a statement that sex is better with like someone you know you have that connection with but there are people who been married been together forever and sex has been terrible forever but they love and care about that person they connected to that person they might even have children with that that truth but just that truth that is really sad they meet a random stranger on the street I mean, not saying that it got to be a completely random stranger, but I'm just saying they might meet somebody new and that connection and that sex turns into something completely amazing with this person that they barely know. So So maybe it could be the healing like you're talking about, Kim, with your 
long-term partner when it comes to exploring things like tantric sex so that you can find that intimacy because I don't think the physical part of sex is the connection part of it. It's everything else that surrounds it. Like, the entire lead-up process. Like, and they kind of talked about this on Black Love. Like, the wife was saying, like, drop hints throughout the day. Like, make it a journey. This is the Uh end of the journey, right? Because at that point, yeah, the the chase of it is over. That's the end. That's the dessert. But you need to get through the appetizers of everything else. And maybe that's where you can, you know, kind of do that healing. Because, you know, people are most vulnerable. One, definitely when they're naked. Like, come on. (laughs) You have nothing shielding you. Come on now. And, you know, you're being vulnerable enough to share your body with all its flaws with somebody. So it should potentially be a healing opportunity if both people are open to it. Mm-hmm. It could. I, I, you know what? I'm two sided. I agree with it on one end, and on the other hand, like you just you you brought up a, a beautiful point, Kim. If your relationship with someone you truly love and the sex isn't, you know, I I believe it is a real vital part of the relationship. You gotta have great sex in order the relationship to thrive. Period. Something. I don't. Mm. Okay, so there are some people, for instance, like I said, I understand that I really like sex, but I have a friend that, like, she could take it or leave it. Her relationship with her now fiancé, from the way she describes it, thrives. They've gone through the steps, they're in love, they're doing all this stuff, it's great. But, like, the sex isn't always great, it is satisfying, but it's not always great. But meanwhile, somebody like me, I have some <laughs> pots and boxes that you need to check off sexually for our right. relationship to really connect. Especially because, like, physical touch is my love language. So I'm like, yes. I need the foreplay. I need, like, yes. a few different things. So I think it really just depends. We can't be so general when we say certain things. Like, oh, you've got to gotta have great sex for your relationship to work because that's not necessarily true not everyone's capable of great sex. if that was the case there wouldn't be women on this earth who never had an orgasm yeah that's the fact that's yeah you know that's a real i have to agree with that because i can't believe it like what he just get on talk to me and do his business <laughs> oh i quote movies sorry I'll I was gonna say that. I'm upset that you said that. That was the color purple. I quote movies, but yeah, I, I, those are awesome points. That makes me rethink, and that's a, that's again what this show about. The show is about taking your perspective that you know, and joining it with somebody, and getting a different perspective off the same situation, and that's that's essentially what my goal is. After talking to Katrina and Kim. More people will start to have an open mind about things they never even thought to have an open mind about, you know. And I, I, I think that this was a great topic because <laughs> I'm definitely going to do some more uh, research on holistic sex, on seeking it as therapy, as well as not, you know, is it spiritual? Is it something more to it as well? That's that's really I got to do some more research on it and take a look at. But as we talk about that, I do have to get to the other subject, which is vaginal health. 
I think a lot of females, I mean, everybody I know, if you grew up around your aunties and your mama and sisters, you kind of get their teachings and, and intertwine it with yours. Welcome back, guys. That was episode one. Stay tuned. We'll have more with episode two coming. And if you want to be a part of the a part of the Chatter Chat Show, DM us. Let us know. Enjoy y'all day. We love y'all.